So maybe in the unlikely event that nobody, some people don't know who you are, could you just introduce yourself? <laughs> I guess many people do not know who I am. I don't know. I did many things in my life, actually. I used to be an actor when I was a, a teenager, just after uh, school. And I did that for a couple of years. Then I studied uh, natural medicine, reflexology. And I did that in uh, in some companies, in Warner Music and Sony Music. I used to to give massages to stressed people who were so afraid to lose their their jobs in the in the music industry, and they used to they used to cry actually after ten minutes of massage. They were so stressed and so tense, you know. Then I not because you were a terrible masseur. Yeah, mate, <laughs> that's terrible. Ow! David, I used to. I thought it would be great. And uh, <laughs> and then I I spent five years organizing uh, Israeli-Palestinian congresses. And I organized the first and second World Congress of Imams and Rabbis for Peace in Brussels and Seville. We tried to gather something like 300 of the most eminent leaders of the Muslim and, and Jewish world to make them live together for four days. And it was a, an incredible experience. Um, and then uh, some people pro uh, asked me to create a movement around the the ideas of uh, Pierre Rabhi, which is pretty known in France, uh, uh, a really uh, old, even I, even if I shouldn't say that, but um, activist in the ecological field in France, and. Uh, and I spent seven years doing that, trying to organize a movement named Hummingbird now. And we started with uh, me in an office, and now we are something like 200,000 people in France and, and some other in, in some French-speaking countries, mostly. And during these seven years, I also co-founded a magazine named Kaizen, um, a magazine aimed to propose, to show some some great initiatives all around the world trying to reinvent society, and uh, and a book series, I think you say that in English, in uh, for a French publisher named Actes Sud, and the French name is Domaine du Possible, like the, the, I don't know, the field of possible, something like that. And I'm still doing that, and um, and and I did a burnout. You say that in English, because I was doing too many things and trying to save the world, whereas I cannot save the world on my own. And it was <laughs> it was a funny experience because on summer 2012, I was like collapsing inside, and I read the study that we were talking about at the beginning of the movie, talking about the possible collapse of our societies. And it's it's been like the two things were, you know, um, confronting. Or, and I just thought I, I need to do what, what I'm dreaming to do for so many years. I, I've always been writing. I'm, I, I published a... Uh, a book of poetry uh, last year, and I, I this this is this is need to create, and uh, and I, at that time I just realized I had to 
together the two things that are the most important thing in my life, which is crea creation and activ uh, activism. You say that, mm -hmm. and and that's the moment where I decided to do this movie uh, that I have been writing for two or three years, and I, and and I was just saying to myself, okay, that's that's the time to do it, and uh, and I did it. And are there any bits of the film, are there any sections in it? Because you go to visit lots of different places and you did some research before you went, presumably about why you wanted to go there. Were there any, which were the places that really took you by surprise? Maybe stories that you expected that weren't going to be maybe as, as, uh, have as much of an impact on you as they actually did? You mean when we were traveling shooting the movie? Yeah, when you traveled to the place and you thought, well, this is going to be a story about such and such. And actually, it moved you in different ways. Um, actually, the the surprise was not that you know pregnant at one point, but it was everywhere. Everywhere we were, we were just thinking that we were going to see some spectacular things, and and we never did actually. And every time we just realized that the most important thing about the initiatives we were shooting were the people. And every time, almost every time, it was like that. And, and I guess some of these stories just moved us in a different way because of our own sensibility and sensitivity. Um, and we were... And, and personally, I was really shocked by Detroit um, because it's a really shocking experience to go there. You you just walk around in a ghost city, mostly, and and there is this kind of fascination for the ruins, you know, for the civilization collapsing, and you, you cannot help to to think it could happen to us, and then really, really moved by the people over there who are really poor in, in, they were in a desperate situation and we did all that. And the other uh, stories that just moved me a lot was this, the school in Finland because I, I just hated school so much. And when I was there, it was like a mix of anger and, and joy. Anger not to have known a school like that when I was a kid and not to have a school like that in my backyard for my kids mm -hmm. and and such you know and I was really impressed by the atmosphere in the school not that much by by the um, the teaching and so on but by the way people were feeling over there mm -hmm. you can sense you, you could feel that people were feeling good mm -hmm. and um What's happened since the film came out? How has your life changed since the film came out? What's what impacts have you seen it have uh, on my life? <laughs> the impact is that I'm I'm traveling a lot. I did not take one plane. Before, uh, the last plane I took was 2007, I think. And since we began to do the movie, I, I'm like on a train, on a plane, all the time. And um, which is something I do not like that much, even though it's really great to you know to meet all these people. 
people rec recognize me in the streets and like chase me to thank me <laughs> and it's and it's really moving sometimes and also sometimes you would like to you know to to be just an anonymous and uh, and quiet and and the 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 real difference is that i i have the the opportunity to do what i want to do in my life and and not anything anything else and i have the opportunity to choose so and that's a great step forward and and i and i have the feeling to be at the right place and to do what i need to do what what i'm trying to do best and and that it has some impact on the world mm -hmm. so that's a great feeling and and then there is many changes in that we see in the life of other people and can you talk a bit about about those i mean what's the i mean i know from the people in belgium you know what the impacts of how they've seen the increase of interest in what they're doing and you know you've talked about how local currencies have started off the back of it i mean and 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 also in terms of government have have you had any reflections from anyone in government who's seen it who have you seen who have you really been surprised by seeing how it's who it's touched and the impact it's had about the government is it's like almost the the same story all over again they they asked me to be um uh, one of the counselor of the of Ségolène Royal, like our like, uh, minister for ecology and so on, and I refused because they wanted you know to to grab the success of the movie to use it for for their publicity, mm. and we have now strong debate in in France about many subjects about nuclear power about pesticides there is a, a debate right now in the in the parliament about it and they're so disappointing you know they've been talking to us a lot saying that the movie was great that they wanted to to work with us and they're just doing the opposite so there is no need to spend too much too much energy with these people in my opinion and on the contrary, we see many things moving in in cities and in towns, and we organized like five or seven screenings with all the um, politicians of uh, of areas in France. So where I live in Dreux, uh, in La Rochelle, in Grenoble, uh, in uh, um, in the south near Saint Tropez, uh, and it's really surprising to see how many of them are coming and and really and they want to do things and it's impossible for for us right now to to collect every things that are happening basically we are receiving between i don't know 50 and 100 messages a day of people who are asking us to come to support some initiatives or uh, telling us what they did in in their life or in their in the place where they live and it's it's incredible i i met last last uh, last week 
uh, a woman who told me that she saw the movie and she she used to be um in intensive intensive farming and she decided to quit and to do permaculture and she actually split with their with her husband because her husband didn't want to change and she said okay I've I've spent 20 years with you now and it's over I don't want to do that anymore I don't I, I want to do that and if I have to you know to get separate from you I will and and she did and she came to me to just to tell me that and she was like shiny you know like, wow. like so happy wow. it's, it's incredible you 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 what is really incredible is that you 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 cannot imagine the impact that uh, a simple movie can have sometimes on the life of people. Did you and, imagine? Did you imagine when you were writing it or creating it that it would come even close to that impact? You still hope it will get there because you do that to have an impact. But but when you hear the story of the the stories of the people, it's it's amazing. It's incredible. I I, I actually cried when this this lady was came and just not not only because of her story but because of because of that because of the impact it it can have and i w- i was just saying to myself my god it's it was the uh, right thing to do that mm. and so what i mean you you still have lots of promotion and as as the film spreads to do for this one but do you have a sense of what happens next? Will there be a demand too, or will you go and live on a little farm in the hills somewhere and <laughs> raise chickens? No, I'm I'm trying to to write a new movie, and it's going to be easier to to fund it actually. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, and it's going to be a, a fiction uh, with actors and so on. I would like to to tell the the next step because all around the world the people like you that we met at one point usually told us if we have 20 years in front of us and if we want things to move really fast at some point we will have to together at a large scale to be millions of people to you know to grab this power again at a local scale, but also at a national and international scale. And, and I'm really interested in that, in how it could happen, not in the old fashioned way. Like we do a revolution and uh, we exchange uh, our tyrant for another one, but how could people in a nonviolent way, but in a really powerful way, uh, change, change the system? In and since it doesn't really exist now, I, I guess we'll have to, you know, to imagine it and to write it. And I, w- I would love people to get out of the next movie saying, "Okay, we're gonna do it. We're going to do this kind of revolution or so-called revolution." Um, the film has been a huge. Uh has been a huge uh, thing for for transition, and I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you from the from the wider movement for for, for the possibilities that this film has created. And I wondered if you had any message to the transition movement the other way, 
actually my message would be a huge thank you also because um transition has been a movement that inspired me a lot and actually when i discovered transition in 2008 it was like wow we're kind of trying to do the the same thing in france with hummingbird and colibri but actually we i discovered many other things in transition and especially when i i came to see you and and ben and and the people in totnes in 2008 on the first time and I, I still have my notes about uh, I want to come back for the movie in this place and um, what inspired me a lot is uh, this idea of of a narrative of telling a story and actually I, I think I grab it from you partly from you and other people but you were one of the people who were keep saying that all the time and it, it inspired me a lot because I, I felt that it, it was really a, a powerful thing to do. And I, and I also was really inspired by this movement that wasn't trying to change the world, that was trying to get people together. And I, and I still remember what I, I don't remember if you said it or, or Ben saying the most important thing in this movement is, is, is the social part of it. It's to get people together. Because if we if we get really in trouble in the next decades, we will you know, we will need to know our neighbors and to work together. And I always remember that. And at some point I was even thinking to make a movie about transition, about the transition movement. And after that I, I was just thinking, but the transition movement is everywhere not only in the transition network, you know, sign and uh, and logo, but all those people, for me, that we went see all around the world are mm. part of the transition movement, even if they don't know about it. And and it was a, a, a great feeling to realize that all these people are doing the same thing without knowing each other, but at many points of the globe who are making the same, you know, having the same thought about the future. And uh, and all all what you did in the movement uh, was a great, great inspiration for this movie. So I'm really happy if now it's a, it's a tool that you can use and if it's a, it's a help for the movement to grow. Thank you, thank you. And one of the questions that a lot of people ask me is... So Melanie and Cyril, are they are they a couple or what? And uh, I just thought I'd just allow you to answer that question for them. <laughs> That's a huge question all around the world, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and especially in the in the tabloid in France. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we are not. No, we're, we're really good friends. And um, so you, you've been able to now dedicate a lot of your time to going around the world supporting the rollout of the film. Melanie is, a, is an actress. She's working very busy. So how has this, how has the film affected her life and career and what she's doing? It affected uh, most of the choice that she's doing now. Uh, she became a vegetarian um, a few months after me. <laughs> Because she was like, okay, now what do I look like? <laughs> you became a vegetarian and I'm not. 
she she just decided that and uh, and it's uh, and she she's not living the, the same way in in her day to day life. She's not making the same choices uh, on the places where she buys stuff, on the way she educates her her son, and um, she's not making advertising anymore. That was a huge conversation we had about advertising as a powerful tool of this model of this. Uh, uh, I don't know how you say consumerism. Consumerism, uh, yeah. Consumerism model, and uh, and that was a, a strong choice to make because uh, most of the act- actor and actress are doing advertising just for their image, not only for money. Mm. And when she decided to to break that, she told her her, agent, her ag- agents not to give her any proposal about that anymore. Her agent was like, "Huh? What? Sorry? Why? Why?" <laughs> and and it's funny. She's she's kind of proud of that now. Mm-hmm. She just told me uh, a few weeks ago that uh, L'Oreal asked her to be uh, one of the uh, you know one of the girl on the on the advertising. And she said no. And she said, "I don't want to be your image uh, for many reasons, and especially because of what you do with animals, but also because you you're trying to, you know, to to destroy everything in the world, just to be uh, the leader, the big leader, and to have mm-hmm. two billion clients and so on." And uh, I'm kind of proud of her to do mm-hmm. that. That's great. And so my last question is: Do you find from where you were when you started making the film to where you are now, do you find that you feel more optimistic about the future? Um, kind of. Actually, what, what, what is making me optimistic is not what, uh, what we saw during the shooting, because I, I knew pretty much all the things we were going to see. But what what is making me very optimistic is the reaction of the public, of the audience, of the people, and and just to see that we are going to reach one million entries in France, that the movie is going to be in uh, I don't know thirty countries. It gives me the feeling that many many people are ready to do something if we give them the right story, the right mm-hmm. offer. I would I would say. Many political parties came to me to to have a conversation about that in the last few weeks, and I was just telling them, but you're not making any offer that is you know that is desirable for people. They just don't want to be with you, but that that doesn't mean that they don't want to change society mm. that, that they are not interested in the things that you're talking about but you did not put it the right way and um, and I think that it, it, it is going to be uh, a real issue in the future because we see that people want to move and so what is the right way to to get them on, on board even mm. for political leaders thank you mm. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's funny to have you interview me.